welcome to our podcast, Journey to Life, Guiding Your Light Towards Healing from Abuse. My name is Constance Fields, and today I'm going to be interviewing my co-host, Arlette Jones-Lawson, who happens to be my mom, on her new book, There's More Beyond Surviving, Journey to Life. So let's just get into it. All right. So my first question for you is, what inspired you to write this book? Well, this has been a book that I've always known that I've been meant to write. Um, since I was 18, I've known that um, the seed was planted. Uh, at that time, I had no idea what form it would take. I just knew that it was important to use my um, experience from childhood sexual abuse to um, help others heal. Um, I was at the beginning phases of my healing at that time. Well, in your book, you, you draw a correlation between emotional healing and healing from a bone fracture. And you actually refer to the abuse as the abuse fracture. So how did you come to that correlation? Well, as a woman of deep faith, um, I refer back to um, the scripture in Ecclesiastes 1.9 which paraphrasing basically says there's nothing new under the sun. So I reason that if it's possible to be healed in one area, then it's possible to be healed in all areas. If it's true in one area, then it's true in all areas. Mm -hmm. So um, through much prayer and um, just, you know, seeking an answer to whether or not it was possible to be healed you know, I knew it was possible to be healed from physical, but but I needed to know whether it was possible to be healed and how from the the abuse fracture. And the correlation is from a bone break, and we call I call it abuse fracture because it's when and where our life was fractured from the sexual trauma or. It, the abuse. So who would benefit from reading your book? Well this book is is meant to help anyone that's been broken from the weight of um, being traumatized sexually um, and really from anybody that has experienced uh, a, a trauma, abuse trauma in their lives. Um, uh, the beauty of it is that it's just kind of powerful in its simplicity. Um, it's a step-by-step -step guide towards healing mm -hmm. and it draws a direct parallel to that of the bones healing process and so each stage has its place. Mm. And I think it's important to point out that in the book you actually have activities for the readers to do and when you get the paper copy you also get a pen that goes with it. So. Um, you can work along at your own pace doing the activities. And that's a really important thing to point out. But I also wanted to ask you along the lines of the steps, is it important for the reader to do the steps in order? It is um, not mandatory, but it is beneficial, um, especially when you're at the beginning stages of your healing process. It is important that you follow the healing stages um, in sequential order. Um, if you're not at the beginning phases of your healing, then you can, you know, 
skip to the sections that um, that in the areas where that you're dealing with, mm -hmm. um, the the areas that you're struggling through, um, and and those can be very beneficial. Also, at the end of each stage of healing, there is a parallel chart that um, gives you a picture that basically parallels the bone each step of the bones healing with each step of healing from our abuse fracture. Um, and, and so then reading through the chapters, once you get to the end of each stage, you do have that picture to remind you of the correlations. That's great, that's great. And it really helps clarify for the reader how everything seamlessly relates to each other. So that's really great. Now, abuse can take on many forms and you kind of alluded to this earlier, but is your book beneficial to the many forms of abuse that a person can experience? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, healing from abuse uh, and healing from um, any type of uh, abuse trauma, uh, be it sexual, physical, emotional, verbal, um, anything that um, can make a person feel that have experienced neglect, um, all of those things can can be can benefit from following the the steps. So, I know that abuse can be compartmentalized. Whenever we experience something traumatic, we can push it to the back of our minds, and often those memories don't emerge until we experience something triggering. So, what advice do you have for someone who is experiencing or has been experiencing? triggering moments that bring those painful memories of abuse to the forefront? Well, in the book, um, the section uh, um, on the bone consolidation phase offers a, an amazing opportunity to be able to address those triggers and to be able to minimize its effect on your life. Um, there is a section called In the Queue. The healing exercise associated with that section allows and offers an opportunity to be able to um, to be able to expect um, certain certain environments or sounds or smells that um, that are triggering moments to be able to anticipate those and to be able to. Um, Prepare yourself. Yeah, so in your book, you introduce the readers to the character Atel, and her story is really hard to read. It's very painful um, just following her journey. And I'm curious how you believe that readers will be able to identify with Atel's character. Well, Atel's character is um, created and introduced primarily to help the reader work through the healing activities and to be able to better understand um, the expectations in, in properly performing those activities. Um, it's important that the reader understands a tale's experience. And although she's introduced early on in the book and reading her, reading about her abuse fracture, might be painful and possibly triggering, it's important that the reader understand who she is mm -hmm. and, and what her experiences 
um, are and, and where her abuse fracture comes from so that they can better understand how she answers the questions and how she performs the healing activities. And the importance of, of having an example of how to work through those activities is that the, the reader is not you know, in a place where they're questioning, am I doing this right? Am I, um, is this the right way that I'm supposed to answer mm -hmm. the question to get the most out of it? And so Atel's character is very beneficial and, and she's loosely based on my own abuse fracture, but also um, I've had the benefit of um, counseling many people who have had um, a sexual abuse fracture in their life. And so she's a character that's kind of a combination of, of uh, many experiences in one. So it's, it's giving your reader an opportunity to go along with Atel's journey and, and chronicle it themselves yes. as they work through their own. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. wonderful. Absolutely. Now in your book you also talk about the term safe space. You use it quite a bit. And I'm, I know safe space means a lot of different things for many people. Can you describe what safe space means to you? Yeah, safe space refers to that deepest part of ourselves. And although um, I know at the, <clears throat> at the time that, um, that you experience, a person experiences the abuse fracture, um, they're traumatized by being violated sexually or abused in any other kind of way, at that time, um, it is easy to um, feel like you're kind of outside of yourself. And really what's happening is that you're accessing the deepest part of yourself and it's the part that, that keeps you the safest. And, um, and I call it your safe space and it's individualized. Mm -hmm. And everybody has one. And there um, is a safe space meditation activity that's included in the book that's intended to help the reader to be able to access their safe space at will and when needed uh, in any situation. That's wonderful. Do you, do you believe that it's possible for um, survivors to experience complete trust? Yes, it is possible to walk your way back to trusting. Um, it is a process and it's a choice. It's a choice um, to trust. But also, um, it's important to know that just anybody can't gain admittance into your safe, you right. know, into your trusting circle. Mm -hmm. um, it must be earned. And so you have an opportunity to choose who gains admittance into your, into your trust circle. Mm -hmm. But it, yes, it's absolutely possible to, to trust again and also to feel joy again. Mm -hmm. That's an important thing to point out. It's mm -hmm. possible to experience joy again. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I'm curious, what advice would you, would you give to someone who is currently in an abusive situation? Well, I think it's very important to make a plan. Mm -hmm. So um, the person experiencing abuse should not make their decisions kind of knee-jerk. Mm -hmm. So it's important to make a plan and it's important to um, in that plan to, to gather important documents that may be necessary um, because those documents will likely not be accessible after you've after the abused person has exited the situation mm. and so it's important to, 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 spe to pay special attention to 
for instance, the finances. Mm. And I know some may be on an allowance and there's a certain amount of money that they're given. Um, and so to just start, you know, maybe stashing away a little bit at a time mm -hmm. to kind of build up um, an escape nest egg, if you will. Yeah, and, and when we talk about abuse, oftentimes the abuser, well, all the time, I should say, the abuser is, is the controller. And abuse is all about control, no matter what type of abuse it is. And so nesting away a little bit at a time um, is, is essential. So is changing passwords, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, changing passwords safely. Mm. Um, if you're changing a password that um, both you and the abuser access, that's not wisdom. Yeah. But, um, but changing passwords that are unique to the abused person, I would absolutely recommend that. Um, any any um, area that would uh, indicate the, the intention to escape certainly needs to be protected. Mm -hmm. Are there any apps that we can download or if anybody is experiencing uh, abuse currently or um, just to be aware if they have a loved one who they could share this information with? Absolutely. There is. There are actually two that um, that I think are really great. Um, one is called the Aspire app. Uh, Robin McGraw uh, is the founder of that. I have that one. Yeah, and and that one um, disguises itself as a news app. Mm -hmm. And within that app, there's a, a special um, way that you can activate the message that is sent out to um, the people that you've predetermined to get whatever predetermined message that you have, whether it's help, it's happening now, and, um, and then you access to allow those messages to go out to the, the predetermined people. Mm -hmm. Um, or, or places you can predetermine that 911 is contacted with that message, um, and and that's a really great, a great app. Um, also, there's an there's an app called the Victims Voice app, and that's a really good one. Now that one um, does need to be downloaded, and you do need to have um, network um, accessibility. Okay. But with that app, you can upload documents, pictures, you know, if you um, have, you know, cuts, you know, bruises, you know, and you take pictures of it, you can upload those, those things um, to that, um, to that app. And so the documents that are uploaded there are um, acceptable in most cases um, legally. So, wow. so in court. admissible in court, absolutely, absolutely. Wow. It's like keeping a paper trail. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And also, you know, it's important to reach out to what I call your safe space people. Um, the people that trust you, um, that trust and know your story, that believe you, that, um, that kind of have your back, you know, and make them aware of, of the plan because the wrong time for them to be made of, aware of the plan is at the time that you're making your escape. Right. <clears throat> so it's very important that you um, notify them. Also, it's important to talk to professionals, mm -hmm. um, whether it's the lawyers or um, mental health professionals to, um, to, you know, kind of go over your plan to make sure that 
the plan is tailored to your needs and you know and your situation so that you can escape safely but the the key is to escape safely yeah so i am going to ask you one last question and that is how can your book there's more beyond surviving journey to life be purchased how could it be pre-ordered and when will it be widely available well my book will be available mid-december and uh, it'll be available in both print and ebook format uh, ebook on amazon um, and there will be a link available to be able to order the printed version and um, as you stated earlier, the printed version does come with a, a pen mm -hmm. to help work through the healing activities and exercises in the book. Yeah. Well, that's great. I'm so excited for everyone to get their hands on this book. I've enjoyed reading it and working through the steps. And I think it's, it's going to be invaluable to anyone who reads it. And gift it to someone who needs it because it's it's really really powerful it's going to help a lot of people so thanks for sharing it with the world my pleasure <laughs> my pleasure um we are starting a podcast and this is going to be our first episode um we're going to get to interview professionals we're going to get to interview um survivors and survivors who have embarked on their healing journey um and that are thriving and to be able to hear others um experiences yeah it's going to be bi-monthly and um we're going to make it available anywhere you can download a podcast absolutely and if you have you know questions or suggestions for upcoming podcasts we welcome that as well um and we'd like to just kind of um address issues that are burning within you yeah and if you also want to share your story or you feel like someone would benefit from the information we have here definitely get in touch with us we will make sure to link a, a method of communication and we look forward to talking to you next time absolutely thank you bye bye